I think I'm recording. I hope I'm not too loud or too soft. All right. Let me uh, jack, jack, jack. I got to gotta get up there as loud as you. Usually I'm louder than you, though. You're always louder than so me. So maybe I'm loud Wainwright. <laughs> I'm louder than Loudon. Is that little thing uh, blinking? <laughs> Is my little thing blinking? I think I'm recording. I never. I'm not getting up into the red or anything. That's fine. I think you might be louder than me today. That'll be fine. That'll be kind of funny. As opposed to the rest of the time when we're not funny. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, we do the best we can with what we have. And size doesn't matter. Welcome to 2020, all you sons of bitches. It's time to lean and here's a song, episode 32. John and Phil talk a while and then write a song about something they talk about when they're talking. And it's a song. I, I was having a dinner the other night with a former boss of mine. Boss Hog. Tony P. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> who's now retired. Um, ha ha. And she mentioned that she had listened to the show. Uh-oh. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well... She's not your boss anymore. Yeah, I, I know. They, by now, people know what they're getting. I guess. Or not, or not getting. <laughs> you get what you pay for. The, the cold open. <laughs> yes. It, this is a cold open, and I have a cold still. Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> oh. I'm so sick of playing that song, I tell you. You still do? I no, th- not not anymore. I oh. think after New Year's, they're well. They're no, st- I meant stopping. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, no. Uh, my groups I perform in still play oh. original and all natural. Tonight's episode is brought to you by the NBSOA, the American Naked Band Symphonies and Orchestras of America, since 1916. Stick that in your euphonium. <laughs> not, not the new lyrics. No, that that so far has not been adopted. Why don't I call you an Uber or whatever? I don't. I haven't. Yeah, listened. did they put Uber in the? In no, the I just. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I never listened to one of them. <laughs> Completely. I started one. Well, hi. So, so well, there. Hello. So you. you happy, uh, happy New Year. Oh, I, I haven't talked to you for a year. Since last year, man. Oh well. 2020. Hindsight is 2020, and so's the year. And somebody at work today made a, a comment about what well, Barbara Walters always used to say. It's 2020. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was seeing that quite a bit on the Internet. So Anderson Cooper's New Year's CNN show or whatever had a lady from SNL reprise her role as uh, Barbara Walters. Not Gilda Radner, of course, but some other uh, the famous comedian one did came out. Barbara Walters again. Sherry O'Terry. Anderson Cooper was laughing himself silly. I miss so much. Well, you don't watch CNN. You watch MSNBC. <laughs> <laughs> not 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 for long, maybe. I might, be, I might, <laughs> might cancel cable. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's like the only channel we watch now. <laughs> that's a lot of money for one channel. That has, <laughs> that's half ads. <laughs> it, seems, it seems like you could get... Uh, some sort of MSNBC app and pay less or something. I don't know. You think, but actually, no. Aww. 
sad. You know, Comcast. Chris Chris Matthews should do a, a a ball drop, a hard ball drop on on the New Year's. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, now it's time for the hard ball drop. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Wrong. No. That's different. Different guy. Mine dropped years oh. ago. Well, anyway. Yeah. Well, so how was your New Year, Phil? Well, it was it's fine. Twenty one now. <laughs> Oh my God! This episode <laughs> took a whole year to to record and and uh, and release, and it shows. <laughs> we spent a lot of time on this one. No, I uh, it was okay. I um, I I just I've had this cold forever, like th- over three weeks. But it, it feels better for a couple of days, and it comes back. It's very annoying. I don't even remember. I, actually, you know what I did on New Year's Eve? I forgot because uh, my wife's sick too. We didn't didn't really do anything. I ended up staying up a little I was feeling better that day and I stayed up a little bit longer than I was planning. I ended up watching a a documentary about the Smothers Brothers TV show and I stayed up oh, way past okay. my bedtime and then felt bad the next day. So I think I blame the Smothers Brothers for my cold coming back. Much like Nixon blamed them for whatever. <laughs> Suck it to me. <laughs> yeah. No, that that's laughing. That, he he was like, why can't you be more like laughing? And he wanted to go on that show to show his support for those those antics. And and now it's just kind of sad. Laughing? No, just the whole Nixon oh. try, trying to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it to me. Yeah. Oh, well, our, our current president's trying to be, be, be tough. I, I think I'd rather have somebody, a president, mm. try to be... Try to Nixon be, uh... is looking better, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take him anytime. <laughs> hey, he just lied about a hotel break-in. <laughs> Was it a Trump hotel? No. Mm-hmm. Maybe, Maybe Trump's dad owned the Watergate. I don't Trump, know. Trump could buy the Watergate. Trump Watergate Hotel. Is it still around? Probably. I think it is, yeah. <laughs> w- wouldn't you want to you... live in the Watergate? It, it's apartments, I think. Oh. Maybe Rob should move there. It, you know, it wouldn't be so. Yeah, he could commute. Rob could uh, live there ironically. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere I have a picture of Rob standing under President Nixon's portrait in the Mount Rushmore uh, cafeteria. Oh, you know, I've always, <laughs> I've is is the is the Lincoln statue there still um, kind of. Sitting in Rapid City on the street there on that corner, trying to plot his revenge. Oh, oh, the um, because in Rapid the, the City, statue, the statue of, of Nixon is that still uh, there? You said Lincoln, <laughs> another Republican. Yeah, who is he? Should have been not impeached. as popular as Trump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oops, sorry. It was a different time. Yeah, no, that that's on the corner. Uh, the Rapid City people will. Yeah, be ye- well, yelling at their speakers, but uh, <laughs> wrong. I think it's on the corner of Fifth uh, Street and yeah. maybe maybe Kansas City. It's kind of where the Rapid or, um, the Rapid Theater Saint used Joe? to be. I don't know what the cross street mm-hmm. is, but it's across from uh, Hardee's. Okay, then that that's um, it's either Maine or St. Joe. I can't remember the the, the, the one of the one way streets down there. I think it's Maine. Main Street. Okay. No, I don't know. It's, um, they changed no, it to no, what, what Nixon Street. What does that mean Street? that the the Nixon statue is located on the corner where 
the movie theater where I saw Star Wars a million times was located. Little known Star Wars trivia. Richard Nixon actually appeared in Star Wars as the character Darth Dick. See, it's probably something about the Empire. There's something about that. <laughs> Is there symbolism? And he's the only one that's sitting, isn't he? I think so. It's like behind his desk. and. Wait, is FDR sitting? I can't picture what FDR has looked like. Oh, I don't remember. And anyway, for our... For our no, our, no, he's sitting there, you know, with his palms together plotting. Yeah, Nixon is. Oh, it, it's my favorite statue. It's oh, I, I've always been meaning to get my picture with it, and I never have yet for some reason. You know, I'm, Cause I'm it's my favorite to Rapid too. City this uh, coming weekend. Yeah. I will have to... I'll have to try it. Well, we could all get our pictures taken there at some point. Well, I'll I'll just take a picture of it with nobody there, and you can Photoshop yourself. Oh, okay. In. Well, yeah, you don't want a picture of yourself. You don't want to go there. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, I'll get there someday again. Mm-hmm. We, we might go through there on the way to Yellowstone next summer. I oh, you did mention that maybe this is a future topic, but well, this is a, a future road trip road that trip. we're yeah yeah we're planning. I don't did I talk about it on here before? The only planning I've done so far is trying to convince the kids that this is a good idea. But I haven't done (laughs) Mm -hmm. I figure we need one one big family road trip. uh, And maybe it'll kill us. I don't know. As long as we don't drive into a a geyser. Geyser? You're a geyser. (laughs) (laughs) I am. Oh, I... um, Okay. Well, what are are you... uh, Are you having a beverage? We're getting started a little early today. um, we we are um that doesn't so stop us <laughs> no no not at all uh we we are trying to line up a guest and the the scheduling hasn't worked out yet but coming i think next time i think so we have a a special guest oh, very special no today i i kind of went for a nostalgic choice oh um, I'm uh, drinking tang i don't have any tang damn it <laughs> not that nostalgic Mm-mm. Not quite. Today I'm drinking Glenfiddich single malt scotch. It's nostalgic for John because when he was a baby, his parents gave him scotch at night to help him sleep better. Oh, okay. 12, 12 year, uh, which is nostalgic because it's probably the first single malt I ever had because it's the one my dad had at his home. Right. All right. Most frequently. And in, the, in those days um, when I was young and... Hanging out in Rapid City, there weren't that many single malts out, you know, out there. Oh no, wasn't much of um, anything. <laughs> probably Glenfiddich and Glenlivet were the two you would see most commonly in the store. Um, there was another one that was uh, Glengarry Glen Ross. Uh, third prize is you're fired. <laughs> Wait a minute. So this is just going to be you now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have to, shit, I have to do everything. <laughs> You're gonna be like talking to yourself somehow. <laughs> I already am. Um, so no, this so Glenn, Glenn Fiddick, yes, or Fiddich, like Quidditch, Quidditch. <laughs> I'm gonna have a, a, a Quidditch match. <laughs> Hmm, interesting. Um, no, uh, it, it's a standard 12-year single malt. It's very common. They, it, It's kind of a mass-market single malt scotch. Sure. Uh, not considered a connoisseur no. today. Uh, it's it's still a nice, pleasant 
light scotch. It's 40%, so it's not high strength. Uh, it has a, a good fruity, refreshing kind of flavor to it. And it's just, I don't know, it, it, it's, I have a soft spot for it. Well, maybe you should start with that at your upcoming scotch tasting. Oh, jumping ahead, aren't we? <laughs> well, I didn't know um, if you were going to talk about that. I'm hosting a a scotch tasting with a, a, a work a coworker and some of his friends. And Phil, I think you're going to be coming. Yeah, I, and we're, I was invited. We're going to try and do a, a sampling of the different regions of Scotland. Very cool. So I think I've got five identified that I'm, we're going to sample and talk about. I think it's, it'll be fun. And two or three of them I have never had. So I'm very cool. To that. Yep, I've got them all picked up and ready old, to go. All pre-tariff. Um, th- yeah, that's funny about the tariff thing. Is <laughs> I don't think I've it ever came out. It. Well, it supposedly took is a, been in effect, but so far the prices have been normal. I I think over the holidays a lot of the stores and distributors bought extra. Oh, okay, I get it. And I, I ironically, I got some really good deals. <laughs> just so I, I actually overbought a little bit thinking like well this is a good deal and who knows if it'll be this cheap for a long time so i yeah i i have quite a bit on hand right now i, I mean short term it's been beneficial for uh, we customers <laughs> us customers whatever <laughs> it, it sounds wrong no matter how you say it customers it? are we and so that that's great but um, who knows how, how it's going to go? And I I figure I've got I've got some stocked up, and there's lots of bourbon and rye out there now to try too. Oh yeah. So anyway, the the Glenfiddich is very nice. It, it's a great one to kind of start getting into Scotch with. the The other one on the same sale I picked up was uh, another very similar category. It's called Glen Morangi. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I went through. That's a, another big. I went through a phase with that one. Ones. Um, which which I think I don't I don't think I got like a a, a big year I don't know what a year it was but I was going mm, through they that make phase a lot, for a while. yeah Th- this was just the ten, standard ten year I think that's and probably what I was getting for a while I hadn't had it in a long time um, yeah I, I remember liking I, that one I, a lot I sampled it the other night and it's it's better than I remember it's very nice no well, it was my favorite for a little while so um, it's not that, one of the peaty ones. You know, I th- I think I I got a sale on it for like twenty four bucks or something, and yeah, I was um, getting a good it, price for it. Like, for a while. That's great. That's great. Kind of forgot so, about that one. That's what I uh, that's what I have. Uh, how about you? Well, I have uh, water and a ginger ale, and then I had a little bit of uh, Jim Beam Black, mm-hmm. extra oaked or something. I don't know. Or, now, are you drinking the black or the double oak? No, it's the black. Okay. Extra Back aged or something. Back yeah, rub? I, right, right now that that's kind of the bargain, decent, decent bourbon. I, I have, uh, I still, I, I've been nursing the, um, well, and having a cold. I don't, uh, definitely, I definitely don't drink as much. Haven't been drinking as much lately, but uh, um, I do still have. Uh, I ended up getting a little Blanton's, and and I've been nursing that. Oh. You don't want to drink that too much, so. That's just for special occasions, like Mondays and Tuesdays and Fridays, Saturdays. Take two Vespers. Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> well, this, but this, so, weekend, this weekend I went to, uh, I, 
so for a long time, I used to live in Northeast um, Minneapolis, uh, Northeast, as some would say. And uh, that was many years ago. And I don't remember when, 1990, whatever, six, five, I don't know. But, um, and uh, it's changed a lot over the years since I've been there. And they went through a big uh, craft brewery phase. And I was like, oh, I'm going to, there was all these popping up out there. I got to go check it out. I never did. And now the distilleries pop started popping up a few years ago. And uh, went finally, I went to go, went to the Norseman's. Norseman. Norseman. <sighs> Need another drink. Um, and uh, distillery in northeast Minneapolis. And uh, I had their gin before because you can buy it in stores. And it's good. But they... they uh, I tell you, they they have a lot of fun with their cocktails. They um, they make gin and you know the the general kind of distillery things, but they have um, all sorts of other um, things that they they make their own. Was that amaro or I don't know? They make their own all kinds of different liqueurs, and one of the liqueurs they make is uh, called Yellowstone, which is their version of Chartreuse or whatever. I can't pronounce anything tonight. Whatever. But uh, and, and so, but they they put all these things together, and uh, they make some really really creative um, cocktails. And uh, the first one I had was uh, I think it's called a Roik or something. It's a Norse for something. I'm saying something too much. Something. And but it, so Commander Roiker. <laughs> I suppose it's like their Manhattan, but it's sitting there and in one cup, and then they have an upside down cup with smoke in it. You pour the beverage into the smoky cup and drink it, and, and uh, that was fun. Coincidentally, the name of the beverage is also the Norwegian word for smoke. Uh, I enjoyed that one, mm, and, and they make sounds a, good. They make all kinds of other. It, it's in an old warehouse, and uh, the lighting's. I don't know. It's all kind of. And it wasn't too noisy. I appreciated that. <laughs> we old people have to watch out for that. <laughs> um, I have had. I've had their uh, the gin before because that, that they've had their whis- whiskey and gin and everything on the market for a while around here, and the the one thing that always am- amused me about them is they would have the they they had a high proof version of their gin and they called it Norseman Strength. <laughs> which is yeah, great. they do. They do. I think they have a oh, what is that? Navy Strength or something too, like the British. The British gin, or um, yeah, it's their their word for high strength. I think they coat. have, I think they have more than one kind of gin now. But yeah, and they also they cool. were one of the first uh, outfits, lo- local outfits, to do rum. Yeah, I tried the rum once too, which I, I I thought was good, although it had a a kind of woodiness to it that huh. tasted odd to me in in some cocktails. Sure. But it was if it was if you just sample it straight up, it was nice. Well, I thought we should try to go to their uh, their tour. There's another distillery a couple yes. blocks from there. Um, is that uh, Tattersall? I think. Yeah, I've been to Tattersall. I've I've just been to the cocktail room there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that's a cool place too. They make they make good stuff. I thought the Norsemen did some. I don't know. They they had some really creative creative things going on and lots of herbs thrown in there like rosemary or sage or you know huge chunks of it's almost like a <laughs> what key are we in 
it was atonal. No, I um, yeah. The way I feel kind of bad. I I didn't eat the sage after I was done with the drink, but I got one of the drinks was called the flamingo because it's pink. I'm guessing. Oh yes. And it had their version of tequila, which they spell differently. For some, they, and I don't know if they're just being it's silly te- or it's tequila in Norwegian or. <laughs> well, it's like. T e e k e e l. I don't know. I don't know why they did that. I, I should have asked uh, somebody. But because uh, it's not proprietary, anybody can make a tequila, can't they? You don't have to copy. The name isn't like no. I don't <laughs> think so. Some kind of copyright. I'm very ignorant about tequila and mezcal and all that stuff. I yeah. I well, should probably you know I'll I'll explore those other boozes when i win the lottery and have lots of money it's sort of like you have so many things to watch i mean there's so many things to drink it's... <laughs> that's that's exactly right yeah and i i had a i you know a bad experience with tequila in college and and uh i swore i, I was vodka well that was after college <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> i i swore i would never drink tequila again later on i tried i tried some granted this was terrible terrible tequila that was that i drank too much of but they have other tequilas that you sip and stuff like that that are actually uh i don't know really good supposedly but i i've had mezcal and a couple different um i i play the song tequila way more than i drink it oh we're gonna get taken off it's copyrighted yeah that's funny speaking of of that i so, as I probably mentioned before, a lot of the, the music I play is with uh, groups that appeal to ballroom dance people. So they, they're very particular about their styles and steps. Tempos. and Yes, yes, they're very particular. they got to be just, just right, steady. And one of them uh, is one of the steps they ask for, which we don't do that often, has, is called a merengue. Oh. So look it up if. You're curious. It's it's a Latin style. I've heard of meringue. No, I yeah, lemon merengue pie. <laughs> I've heard of merengue. I can't yeah. I can't picture one right now. So, uh, <laughs> a friend a friend of mine who who's the drummer on a couple of these groups did some research and he he one of the one of the tunes he found that 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 fits exactly in that style is the theme from I Love Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> so if you can picture how the the theme from the TV show goes, that's the merengue. That's a merengue, and it's got oh. that you know, Desi Arnaz orchestra, you know, shaker things going on, and it, it's exactly the right style. That's a merengue. So and it's in the Latin family, I guess you'd say. It, it is, and and then he 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 was clever and did some more looking around, and the other <laughs> thing which oh, no, is the theme from Star Trek, <laughs> is also a really good merengue. <laughs> did he isn't do a that, medley? Isn't that great? Did he do a medley? <laughs> So, yes, we did them together on New Year's Eve as a medley. Oh, no. It was so fun. and I wish I could have heard that. And, and so we're, we're doing this, and then our, our singer. <laughs> did she do the Star Trek part? She, she did the, the oh. <laughs> just kind of impro- just improvised. It was so great. I, 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 just, I just loved it. And, and, of course, since I'm a total nerd about this stuff, I had to make the connection between these two things beyond that they both work as merengues 
They're it, both it, produced by the same company, aren't they? Yes, they. So sorry, I didn't of, mean to steal your. <laughs> no, no, no. That's it's very obvious. And I knew this one. Nodding their heads that are into Star Trek because <laughs> Lucille Ball green greenlit Star Trek. Well, God bless her. And her production company made the show. Also, Mission Impossible was the other one she approved that year. So, so pretty good judgment. <laughs> I'm wondering. Now, Mission Impossible, that's a merengue also. So there is there is a weird connection there. No, I, mean, I don't know if that is. You could probably <laughs> adapt it. You, you can do all sorts of stuff. Oh, you could make it into one. This was such, it, it was such a funny, funny oh, thing. I'd never I wish I could have heard that. It. I would have been on the floor. Next time we, we do it, I will I will try and turn on my phone or something. It, oh, it was just hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that's it, funny. but I, I You know, we, we do all this, you know, oh, waltzes and cha-chas and blah, blah, blah kind of stuffy and and once in a while we do something really cool and th- this was that well you kind of have to do something for the band i mean the audience will li- like it too if they get it but sometimes you got to do something for the band too you can't just keep yeah yeah we were all again. impressed so <laughs> hilarious it, it is a weird um the the, Lu- the i love lucy theme is a little bit a little bit awkward to put together if, if you don't have a an arrangement of it so we managed to do that. Hmm. I can't. I can't imagine. Tangent there. So. Well, so, what do you want to talk about tonight? You have a topic. I have a, a topic. I was going to talk about topics. No. Mm. That's too meta. One thing I'd been thinking about was, uh, I know you were, your dad was the conductor of the uh, Rapid City. What is it called? Uh, symphony. No, Black Hill Symphony. It used to be called the Rapid City Symphony. Okay. And now it's the Black Hills Symphony. All right. So I was I was both right. Yeah. But uh and, and sometimes celebrities would come through or, or for Rapid City celebrities. But I remember yeah. I so I, I was thinking of uh different uh famous oh, name dropping episode or something. Famous people I've met. No, I don't know. That's maybe that's not exciting. But what I do I do remember um it's not Taco John's, but <laughs> I, well, I just remember um, uh, Steve Allen came to Rapid City that one year, and um, I remember. Uh, let's see, I, I think, I think you had it was you and I, and who else was with us? Was it Sean? There was a third person. I think you thought, oh, we'll meet Steve Allen, and and uh, maybe something magical will happen. <laughs> I don't know what, but. Uh, um, I just remember we just, uh, he was on the stage by himself and we kind of came up there and had a little table and a little tiny mini tape recorder thing. And, and, uh, we just kind of stared at him for a while because so <laughs> nobody knew what to say. And, and, uh, he, I don't know, he, maybe he was used to that as a celebrity. I guess that happens, but having these kids kind of stare at you. And uh, I think finally I asked him what the little tape recorder was about, and, and he told me that he had that with him at all times in case he had a song idea. Because he, uh, he had, I think he had the world record for most published songs or something like that. that that's right, actually. Um, he wrote a lot of songs. I, I don't know what the number was. And there's it, a couple of them that um, my dance band plays even. Oh, okay. Ones that I didn't even know of. But yeah, he, he wrote a lot of songs. And then, then, then we got to see the show afterwards, or maybe it was a rehearsal. I guess snuck in for something, and uh, it was a lot of fun. But, but after that, I did, I did start. I went and got a, a little tape recorder because I wanted to 
you know, record my ideas too, you know. Oh, so Steve Allen encouraged you to to buy the the little tape recorder. Yeah, you know, and wow. I, I I have hours of of ideas on little tapes, but I don't have as many published songs as he did. But that's okay. <laughs> and I never had my own TV show yet either. Well, yeah, and of course we we have to remember Steve Allen was, I believe, the original Tonight Show guy, wasn't he? If he wasn't the first one, he was very. No, early. no, that or was that Jack Parr who did? That? I think. I think it was Jack Parr, then Steve Allen, then Carson. Does that sound right? I don't remember the order. Well, I do. The order was Steve Allen, Jack Parr, Johnny Carson, Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien, and that new kid. I just remember like that. But he he was one of the one of the Tonight Show yeah yeah pioneers. Definitely. Yeah, and a little background in this whole famous people coming to Rapid City with Jack Knowles and his <laughs> Rapid City Symphony. I think, and this was back in the early 80s, late 70s, so I wasn't in the orchestra yet, obviously, I was a little, little too young, and I'm sure anybody in my family that knows more might correct me on this, but either the orchestra had bigger budgets or corporate sponsorships, or the artists at the time just came a lot cheaper, because they got some big names that came through, um... And like once a year, they would get get a big name like Steve Allen, or uh, one year was Doc Severinsen. Oh right, I remember Henry that one. Mancini was another one. Oh um, wow, uh, yeah, yeah. Getting to meet Henry Mancini that <laughs> at the time I, I was pretty young. It didn't. I mean, I knew who he was, but sure, <laughs> I, I I didn't quite have a clue. No. And um, Bob McGrath from Sesame Street came one year. Wow, he was great actually. I, I think, you know, because I was a middle schooler or something. Oh, I was sure. Like, oh, whatever, Bob McGrath. And he, he, he was one of the best ones. What was he again? <laughs> For our people that don't know who he was. <laughs> oh, Bob. He was. He, <laughs> was he yeah, Bob? Yeah, Bob. <laughs> I was thinking like, Look him oh, up. he was the voice for, oh, wait, Bob, <laughs> never mind. No, he, he he did a great show, and he was very, and the thing that I remember beyond just like, hey, I was in the same room with Henry Mancini or something, whatever, beyond remembering that, I remember what what they did in their performance or how they acted toward the locals. Sure. And I think for some of these guys, it was just another Oh, I gotta go out to South Dakota. And, yeah, you know, it's, it's whatever. in between Denver and Minneapolis or St. Yeah, Paul yeah, yeah. It's just like it's another. It was a I got, oh, place. I gotta work with these amateur musicians and blah yeah. blah blah. And that that sometimes was the case. They just it was a chore. They couldn't wait to get out of there. They didn't even want to pretend to be nice to people. And no. I mean, they weren't assholes, but they also you could just tell that they were not this is not what they wanted to do <laughs> and and that was the vibe i know that came off of mancini for example oh i don't i don't know who maybe he was having a bad day but you know, oh, it was sure. obvious who that knows? he was like i'm really above this <laughs> <laughs> you know that that was mcgrath was not like that at all and i, I think steve allen was nice too some of them i i was again don't remember how they were in rehearsal and stuff like that. Or, or maybe I just heard this from my parents or whatever. Oh yeah. But, um, and, and some of them, they, what they would do is they, they would come for the weekend and, and if they were really big, they'd have a, a, 
a piano player or something like that would come along with them to just oh. work with the orchestra and because they had all their custom arrangements and things like that. Sure. And th- this would be a great thing to have if I could ever get Bruce to come on the show. <laughs> well, he, he probably remembers it much better than I do. But, so, <laughs> right. You know, the, the, somebody we'll to come in, you know, <laughs> whip the amateur orchestra into shape. <laughs> I get the whole and, musical and then, about and that. And then Henry can come in and play Moon River and talk to the audience a little bit and <laughs> that kind of stuff. And well, I mean, Moon it was River still was a, a tough big one. Deal. Yeah. To around these guys and. It, it, it seemed like a, a unusual time that um, most orchestras of that uh, stature or budget just it doesn't happen these days anymore. Uh, maybe there was a different kind of junket going around because it, it was a it was a stopover between. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe it was it, on it, the way from Denver to St. Paul to so, Chicago to whatever. Madison, I, you know, that that's, way for different reasons, it's it's different today and. It's not like the orchestra was better then or something like that, because probably today it might even be better than it was then. Now you're opening up a whole thing. I I don't know. But it's not like, oh, in the old days they were (laughs) pros and today they're not. That's not it. And that's not to give my dad not give my dad credit for doing what he did with the group because he did a lot of great things. But yeah, I think just the economics were different. Well, and there were fewer. uh casinos (laughs) casinos <laughs> maybe that has something to do with yeah that. I maybe know. i don't know it's times is different but I mean, that, that's, even that's at that the reason point... though that these guys came through and and at that time in my life i used to save all sort save old programs of stuff i was in or i went to sure um i've got a few symphony programs and i, I would go up and get their autographs <laughs> on the programs sure I don't know why I did it then, because I, I kind of, after a while, stopped doing that. Like, yeah. I've got a scrapbook with all that stuff piled up in it. and oh, Now was... it's fun, fun to look at it, but I'm not sure exactly what <laughs> inspired me to do that. When I was younger, I never would have gotten um, somebody's autograph. I never would have wanted to ask them. But but I, I know, like, I have, I have Loud Wainwright's autograph and Mark Mothersbaugh. Oh, that see, that's cool. Especially uh, Mark Mothersbaugh. <laughs> well, that was that was kind of he came here for uh, it was for an art show actually at uh, and I went to the uh, to the opening uh, and it was uh, I mean I guess I kind of met him. It was another one of those things where you kind of stare at each other for a little bit and then he went on to the next person. But I mean, what do you say? I don't. Hey, hi, hi, Mark. You don't really. You feel like you know him, but you don't really. <laughs> you know. Oh, uh, hi, Mark. <laughs> hey, I really like that uh, that Mongoloid song. Uh, speaking of that, I just <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. Well, I, I and I, I'm kind of uh, tangent, but no, it's it's connected. So we've been watching uh, the HBO show Watchmen, and, which has a lot of interesting music in it for sure. Yeah, but one of the characters talks to her you know, Alexa thing or whatever, and, and says, play Devo. <laughs> and that's the song that starts up. <laughs> you, not Whip It, right? That's... No, 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 no. It was Mongoloid. That, no, I know. I know, but no, you, no, th- you I, think I, that I was, was I was one. just like, I've never heard Mongoloid by Devo <laughs> on a TV show. <laughs> it, yeah. was, it was real, somebody, in, whoever the music uh, coordinator or editor, you know, the people that choose the tracks, 
that that was just great. I loved it. That is a really a really good album. It's really well done. And I remember uh I think at the time Brian Eno and David Bowie and stuff were into the got interested in them for some reason. I don't know how they got maybe they saw them on Saturday Night Live or something. I can't remember the I can't remember what happened, but I don't right. think did either of them produce that album? I don't think so. They both did. Yeah, whatever. I'm not going to look it up. This is a Google free zone. Google free zone. Hey. So in, anyway, that that that's the background about all the famous people coming through. Um, oh, I met yeah. another famous person, or kind of. Go for I, it. I uh, was at First Avenue. I used to get. I used to get quite a bit. I used to get quite a few free tickets. Uh, for some reason, I worked at Brugger's, and somebody'd come by and every I don't know what night and and uh, give free tickets to the First Avenue. And I saw quite a few shows there. And um, even though I had to bake the next day or whatever and wake up at 4.30. But um, I didn't finish some of the shows. Um, but I remember going to see... Uh, oops, I forgot my train of thought. Oh, yes, it was... Uh, wait, did you go to Boingo too? No, no. I want to say Rob, Sean did. Rob, it was Rob and Sean and I. And maybe yep. somebody else. Anyway... <laughs> because... Sean got in the mosh pit, right? Right. Well, yeah, that <laughs> that was later, but yeah, so yeah, so that story was Sean there was a mosh pit and uh it was the the, the politest mosh pit <laughs> you can imagine. It was kind of older older guys and uh Sean dropped his uh, his glasses fell off. And I said something like, "Oh, his glasses fell off." And everybody just cleared out of the way and and made room for him to look and find his glasses. And it was it was really kind of it was really kind of funny that this mosh pit would just totally break up for that. But and they didn't try to find his glasses and smash them into his head or something. It was a very polite mosh pit. But before that, before the show was starting, I was using the restroom, and uh, I was uh, doing a number one in the trough. We've talked about trough before, and uh, some kind of noise came out of the, one of the stalls. And uh, not not the noise you might be thinking, but I don't like it. Somebody drops. I don't know what it was. But um, and then there was this this Vatos is in the house and just yelling in the bathroom. And it echoed. And it was really and we just started laughing because Vatos is with the drummer, I think, of uh, Oingo Boingo. So I didn't meet him. I didn't wait till he come out and make sure he washed his hands or anything like that. But I uh, I uh, kind of met Vatos in the restroom. <laughs> I could have gotten his autograph on some toilet paper. <laughs> Vatos. Vatos Morata Nikto. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know what his name was. I don't know if, mm. I, if that was a nickname or his last name. or. And I think he was a drummer. I'm not going to Google that either. I should know. I was big into Oingo Boingo back then. Mm-hmm. But this was when they were Boingo. They they kept dropping. So so, so who who said Vatos is in the house? Was that Danny they, Elfman? No, it was it was Vatos. Oh oh, Vatos was was in the house referencing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, I, I'm glad we clarified that. The royal Vatos. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually Vatos was is in the bathroom. Well, I don't. I was like, well, why is it? Oh, Vatos. I was like, isn't there like a don't the stars have a different bathroom? I mean, Prince. Yeah, they ne- should have a green room. E- even Mancini's Jar House has a, has a green room with a bathroom. I mean, I can't imagine Prince ever used the the, the main restroom. 
Prince likes the trough. <laughs> I, well, maybe he had a song he about that. He might have. He, he... Purple trough, purple trough. I don't know. He did some weird shit. Hey, he did the trough, man. That's where he got the idea for uh, it's going to potty like it's 1999. But he changed, <laughs> he changed the lyrics later. <laughs> That's really nice. dumb. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. I think that was dumb. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. I think you need to relay the where's the sound man story. The Loud yeah. and Wainwright story. Oh, that was the first time I met Loud Wayne. I've seen him several times. And this isn't really meeting him, but this was uh, my flannel days. I was wearing flannel, and we saw him. Lee and uh, Faith and I went to see him at the fine line. And uh, I was going to go use the restroom. <laughs> and he, he he, came up. It's always or, bathrooms. <laughs> I mean, that's the best place to meet people. <laughs> I guess. Well, he, he was coming from up, uh, from downstairs, coming up from downstairs, and kind of almost ran into me. And he... Looked at me up and down. Hey, man, where's the sound man? And I'm like, uh, I don't know, man. I've never used the word man before in a sentence. But I was like, I don't know, man. And uh, so I there I ran into Loud Wainwright. Uh, he had a weird, he had a weird, um, that was a weird show. I've seen him a few times. He, uh, I just, maybe he was having a really bad day or something. He did a great show. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a professional, but he just seemed... Maybe he, the sound wasn't quite right or something. It sounded fine to me, but maybe to him it wasn't the the show wasn't working right technically or something. Or and they they were changing the lights a lot. It was weird, but whatever. But um, uh, he got done from the show and he wouldn't sign autographs or anything like that. And I I guess I think that might have been the first time I ever saw him. So I kind of thought maybe that was the way he was. But then years later I saw him at the Cedar, which is a which is a kind of a cool place to see. Um, I don't know acoustically if it's the best place in the world to see, and it's not, and you're sitting in folding chairs, but you, it's it's a lot more intimate. Even if you're in the back row, you're right there, you know, because it isn't that big of a venue. But do they have a trough? Uh, no, they don't oh, have a trough. Okay. I don't think. Maybe they have a really small one. Oh, that was a sink. I accidentally used a sink. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> sorry, Cedar. Uh, it had ice in it, so I got confused. There was uh oh I so. But anyway, at, at that at that one, um, he was you know up front and really jovial and signing signing CDs, and so I I had him sign. Uh, it was history. I actually went to that show with my dad, which was kind of funny because or not funny, but he has a song about his dad on that album, and and uh, I said, hey, you're you're loud. At this time, I actually talked to a celebrity. I said, you're loud and wait right the third. Uh, I'm Phil Hunter the fifth and or fifth, and this is Phil Hunter the fourth. And, uh, wow, wow. You know, I don't know what he said exactly, but that's, that's pretty cool. I said, well, maybe we should have stopped at three, two. And he said, oh, no, it's all right. I don't know. I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember what he said. He probably was like, oh, God, I'm in Minneapolis. You're starstruck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give you one, one famous person thing. Yeah. Beyond all the Rapid City autographs and orchestra stuff. So William when I Shatner. was. I have not met William Shatner, but I think <laughs> Rob has. Oh, probably had a drink with him. Because he got me a signed copy of one of his autobiographies. Oh, 
I'd love an autographed copy of Transformed Man. If anybody oh. can get me one of those. <laughs> hmm. That's, that's a, one of the best albums in the world. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so um, my senior year of college, so this is like 1992. And this is, we were at University of Wyoming. Wyoming. You did. Somehow um, they got um, Wynton Marsalis, the famous jazz drummer. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was he coming came, through, huh? He came and played two shows. Wow. And he also did some master classes there. Oh, wow. That's cool. With with, with people like me who were in the music department. You got and, to do a master class with Marsalis? Uh, so, uh, yes and no. Because <laughs> you played bass. You weren't. Right. So, he was mainly there to work with the trumpet people. Oh, yeah, but they needed a bass player there but, for things, right? Yeah, so... Um, cool. I, I I sort of got... I can, I can... If I stretch it a little bit, I can say <laughs> I got to play with Wynton Marcellus. <laughs> you know what? If you're going where I think you're going, you played with him. <laughs> so, yeah, in this, in this session where it was mostly about... It, it was just that he had a rhythm... Had the students form a rhythm section, so... I, I was there with him, and the wow. some of the, 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 the trumpet players got to play, and he would talk to them. It was mostly about them. Well, right. I, I get it. So the, the <laughs> It thing wasn't that, like the, Jacko came or something. No, no, no. It was not bass-centric. <laughs> right. Um, the, the thing that, that I, I always remember about it, though, is the – and he was really cool. I mean, he was great. <laughs> Except one, 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 of, one of our, our mutual friends – Oh no! This is so bad. I I don't know why it sticks in my head, but it does. It wasn't Lynn H, was it? No. no. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, t- two two facts. Okay. One, um, a mutual friend of ours, we'd be we we were sitting having lunch in the cafeteria, and my trumpet player friend is, is really excited about Winton coming. Yeah. This is a big deal, of course. And the other guy yeah. who's 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 this guy from New Orleans, I think. Yeah. Who who is now a truck driver, if I believe Facebook. <laughs> no. We all lie about Different being truck story. drivers on Facebook. Yeah, no, he's like a truck driver and he goes on he hauls Lady Gaga's shit around or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Interesting story, I'm sure. But somebody has to. But he he's sitting there, he he's he's giving the trumpet player friend of ours crap and he says so when's chicken marsalis coming oh (laughs) so bad it i the stuff you remember oh 99.9 percent of that year i don't remember at all (laughs) but i remember chicken marsalis oh god that's probably racist too that's just terrible i (laughs) and of course we're just like oh ha ha, chicken marsalis well maybe you didn't make the Racist connection, <clears throat> and this this it this sounded up, like the yeah. other thing I remember from this guy. I, I, since I'm friends with him on stupid Facebook, I should I should probably ask him about it. He probably doesn't remember it because people it may remember. not have left a big of an impression on people him. People remember different things, but we were on a, a tour once, and he <laughs> and we're, we drove by drive by this motel. It's called uh, La Quinta. Oh no, you've seen these, right? Yeah. And, I'm afraid and, of where and, you're going here. Yeah, so uh, the La Quinta has a Denny's attached Qu- to Quinta? it. Quinta? I don't know. Quinta? Yeah, with a key. Yeah. 
Quinta. <laughs> I hope you Q. get a key. <laughs> what key is this in? <laughs> I'm going to play some Glenn Fittich. <laughs> and so we're driving by this, and he's like, you know what La Quinta means in Spanish? Oh. And he goes, it means next to Denny's. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's actually so, kind of funny. It's kind of funny, yeah. I thought it was going to go a different direction. No, no, I, no. I was afraid we'd, we're going to have to it's definitely safe. edit this out. <laughs> we're okay. But, <laughs> that that but actually whenever, kind of funny. But whenever I see a La Quinta, I think, oh, it's next to Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Lazy so U pe- was next to a Perkins. People make a difference in your life in ways you can't anticipate. No, and that they wouldn't think of either. No, People, I bet he. I, I bet he would think. I, I did. I say that. I don't know. Well, well, that's that happens because um, I know on Facebook, you know, people will message me. Hey, remember that time? And no, right. <laughs> remember that time you did this thing that was so funny? Or I said, no. Okay, so here, here's the second memory of that. Yeah. That 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 in time. in your UW years. So um, Wynton Marsalis is in the house. Yeah. <laughs> and it's exciting. We're we're gonna we're gonna play something, and he's talking to the Trump one of the trumpet players, and he says, "Uh, twelve bar blues." Yeah, standard issue. And I just freeze. <laughs> oh no! It's you like froze? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's just oh, like weird. oh shit! I don't remember how to, because I was just like nervous or something like well, that. Well, no, I know your your brain your brain freeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I was. It's like it's when like, you see oh, a yeah, celebrity, yeah, okay, and you're okay, like, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> but for for a minute there it was like oh shit i don't know what chords i'm supposed to play <laughs> he's like you stupid wyoming kid oh no. no it turned out fine yeah but it there was a moment there oh i really oh, scared i'm surprised you froze that's funny i'm surprised you didn't just do it even john freezes sometimes folks he's a pro I freeze oh. brain freeze maybe it's cold outside Another time I was at a concert and I didn't meet, I don't think I met Warren Zevon, but one of the times I saw, or Zavon, as maybe somebody would say, Jimlet, he, uh, it was at the Cedar. And this was right after Jesse Ventura won the governor's race. And I think, I think Warren Zevon was in town kind of connected to that because he, uh, um, Jesse wanted Warren Zevon to perform at his inaugural bash. My inaugural bash. And uh, I ain't got time to breed, bleed, breed. But that uh, was, uh, we're watching the concert, and, and, and Jesse Ventura was in the seat uh, behind me. I think it was Blake and I were there. And, uh, you know, there, I think Warren was tuning or something like that, or changing a string or something like that. And there was some, there was a, just a short pause. Normally it would be filled with, uh, rye banter that Warren Zevon would do, but this was a little, some, you know, then people take that. They don't seem to do that in concerts as much that I've go, gone to lately, but, um, you know, they yell out, play this or play that, or, you know, that kind of thing. And Jesse Ventura said, let him play what he wants to play. And, and, uh, and, <laughs> and, uh, Warren had this little kind of half smirk thing. His eyes lit up a little bit. And he said, thanks governor. So it was kind of, I don't know. It's this great little, I I didn't meet him, but that's not really connected. But that, it reminded me of a concert uh, experience. 
Well, that's that's the problem, of course, if you go to a lot of a lot of these concerts today, when you're in a tens of thousands of people are the, in in this arena and you're watching it on a giant screen. Oh, and I haven't like been that. to one of those concerts ever. I don't think well, that's, a lot of them are like that. And, I know, I know. I mean, you're really not ha- going to have interaction with the crowd. No. Oh, th- no! At the Cedar, you get interaction. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's an intimacy there that. And the, to be clear, the the Cedar is a small theater style. Yeah, sure. Yeah, on yeah. the West so, Bank, those are the best. Most most recently, I went there with uh, David Daniels. I guess uh, David D. We don't use last names here, but uh, we went to see Charlie Parr um, at his acoustic set. Um, there we went to Palmer's uh, before the show. I don't know if. People maybe aren't familiar with Palmer's, but it's it's rated one of the highest dive bars, highest rated dive bars around. And uh, it's changed ownership recently. They 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 don't uh, accept only cash now. You can actually pay with a card. So, but the character's still there. I mean, it, it's a little it's edgy and kind of scary sometimes. But we had a we had a fun. Uh, we got primed up there before going to see Charlie Parr and Charlie Parr I'd never seen him I've heard him but I'd never had seen him before and well, he just he just plays the heck out of that guitar and even after his uh shoulder in, in, in injury skateboarding injury or something he didn't know he's going to be able to play again but he he's still he's he got it got it going again thank, thank thankfully so Dave Dave Daniels actually did a recording with him um Dave my friend Dave Daniels maybe we'll have him as a guest sometime but he is uh a spoken word artist, reggae influenced, and uh, um, he did us one of his readings. And Charlie Parr backed him up uh, recently. It hasn't been released yet. It's coming out this month, I think. But uh, um, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, that's pretty cool. We have do a spoken word thing and have Charlie Charlie Parr doing the music. I don't know. That's, I guess they worked together before Charlie was. Charlie has gotten kind of big around here, and not not just here. He's getting little more attention nationwide anyway i didn't mean yeah, that's cool i walked Those by kind of shows are, are great and one of the best ones i saw of that of that style was uh so i i'm uh I, I guess maybe former i don't i don't listen to him much anymore but uh lyle lovett for example oh you've seen him a few times haven't a few you? times yeah yeah um the best or one of the best shows he did was one in a theater setting, but it was him and John Hyatt and like two other guys. Oh, wow. And it was just them and guitars. (laughs) Okay. They were just all sitting on the stage on chairs. Really? And they would each, they would mostly just talk and take turns singing songs. That reminds me of the old uh, folk. It um, was great. Folk concerts would have this little time periods in between other people's sets where the different musicians would come up and they'd get together and they'd, uh, ah, trees or something, <laughs> or the audience would say trees. Mm-hmm. And, and then they would do, they would do songs about trees. <laughs> full, old yeah, folk th- songs. Th- those are some of the best. I, I mean, the other, I mean, love it can do great stuff too. I mean, yeah. the other one is his large band tour. That was, <laughs> That's a different that, thing. Th- also a theater style thing. So that was a great concert too. I would have really liked to see um, that concert with just them on the stage like that. That sounds really different. Yeah, it, it was amazing, actually. I that sounds really cool. Long, long, long time ago, though. I swear, one of my earliest memories is meeting Chris Christopherson. 
Really? But my dad said, I don't know how that could have happened. But my dad was maybe stoned, so maybe it happened. Or not stoned, but high. I I swear, maybe I... Why would I have dreamt about Chris Christopherson? But I, I memory is a weird thing. But I remember uh, it was an outdoor folk festival as a kid in this huge field, and there was tents and stuff, and I was wandering around where I shouldn't have been. Hey, and, man, were you at Woodstock? <laughs> I wasn't Woodstock. <laughs> I, I wasn't was... alive. Oh. <laughs> I was in the mud. No, but uh, the brown acid is one year a one-year-old. No, I... Uh, I swear, I, I wandered behind one of these tents and came out and and looked up, and it was Chris Christopherson. But and but he I, said, "Where's the sound man?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they just all think you know where the sound man is. And I said, "Ah," but my dad said, "I don't know how that could have happened," but I don't know. He should let you have your dreams. Come on, <laughs> maybe it just was a dream. Memory is a weird thing, but why would I have jumped about that? So speaking of other odd songs that show up in shows. Yeah. So once in a while, we we, we watch all the critically acclaimed shows. No. <laughs> so <laughs> the, Watchmen and... Uh, I've heard good things Succession about the Watchmen. And, Watchmen is really good, by the way. But Yeah. Yeah. The one, the one thing I'll say about Watchmen is that it's... They they barely give you enough to go on if you don't know the comics or the movie and stuff like that. Yeah, because it's not really a redo; it's a it's a sequel. Oh, I didn't know that. So it takes place after the movie and the comic books. Oh, I didn't see the movie. <laughs> yeah, I I I, I did. Oh, and did I? I? Is that the, remember it? Is one of the characters the hammer or the or the barrier or the shoveler or I that's a different? Know, there's... That's a different movie. Anyway, I get them all confused. Phil is confused with 1999's Mystery Men. It's um, <laughs> Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> oh, hey. I wonder what he drinks. Um, Dr. Dr. Jim Lee. Yeah. Uh, where was I going with this? Um, oh, it shows you watching songs. So on. sometimes you Sorry. need something dumb. <laughs> we, we like to turn on something just silly. Oh, so I, I, we, we in general. show... On one of the streaming services, mindless, I think is <laughs> that that's it's basically a sitcom set in the eighties, and okay. it's it, it's almost deliberately targeted at my age group because it it, it oh, takes place yeah. in like nineteen eighty five, and <laughs> it's a series. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's a comedy series. That eighty show, <laughs> it, it might as well be. It's it's called Red Oaks. Oh, I don't know this one. Um, I hadn't heard of it. We stumbled across it, and it's it's actually very funny. Oh, and it, it's about these kids that work at a New Jersey country club in the summer. Okay, pretty yeah. standard stuff. So it's like the comedy Stranger Things. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Is it's it like meat? Retro. It's like meatballs. <laughs> yeah, or Caddyshack. <laughs> right, that would be more. Yeah, yeah. it's it's very Caddyshack like. Oh, that's a better analogy. And, you know, one one of the people in it, one of the the grown ups. Oh, is is played by Paul Reiser. <laughs> oh, oh, he was in the Stranger Things too. Yeah, he he turns up in a lot of places. He, he, he turns was, out in eighties reference. <laughs> he was show. also in the show, um, the Kaminsky Method. Oh, which is an interesting show with Michael Douglas and um, 
some other guy that oh yeah i heard about that I, that's yeah. another show i never saw if you like time to lead and here's a song you'll love the spinoff podcast called things phil never saw a romp roaring yuck fest of uh listing things that phil's never seen anyway so you know there's a lot of period music in it of course because it's oh, yeah. aimed at aimed at our generation and it's well, like oh I, that's great i love journey <laughs> no journey <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of that but so i remember the, the video game one, one, one of the episodes ends and there's a song that comes on and it, it's believe it or not it, and maybe you don't remember this but roger hodgson from super tramp yeah his first solo album oh yeah no i had that eye of the storm wow that song was in the at the end of the episode well now there was I, I a video was for away. that I one. I mean, that was such an odd thing to show. That is odd. I remember the video for that. I think <laughs> I actually knew. I think I actually yep. saw that video before I knew who Superchamp was. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the video is hilariously bad. Isn't it just him running in a he storm? Or? Run like he's naked in a bunch of clouds. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Well, Rob Ro- 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 used to really love to make fun of it. Oh, it, 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 it's so over the top and pretentious and. Oh, I but, loved it. It wasn't meant to be funny. Uh, I remember no, laughing. No, no, no. It was. I mean, he was <laughs> very self-serious. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought it was supposed to be. I don't know. I remember it no, being. No, I don't think <laughs> it was supposed to be funny. I haven't watched it since the '80s, but I'll have to watch that one on YouTube tonight or something. Yeah, yeah. That that was the 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 one single from his first solo album. And, and if, if for those of you who don't remember, Roger Hodgson was the the one of the two vocalists from Supertramp. The, he, the logic sang, song. Yep, the logical song and a number of others. And oh, sure, not he, just that. He one. left the group in the early '80s, and he came for out artistic for artistic differences. Album. And you know, it's interesting. They never, as far as I know, never got back together. No, I don't know what happened there. But Super Champ kept going with just the other singer for a while. But they yep. weren't. I think they had a good counterbalance that was missing. I don't well, know. that it, t- figures right. No. Lennon McCartney. But, so. <laughs> <laughs> they they haven't held up amazingly well over the years, but uh, when I was growing up, I, I loved Supertramp. Well, I, I remember copying some of your CDs or yeah, something. I, I had all of their albums. Well, the Girlfriend song, or whatever that's called, that was kind of funny. What was that? I don't know the name uh, of the song. Take hmm. a look at my girlfriend. Oh, yeah, girlfriend. that's from Breakfast She's in America. the only one yeah. I got. That's a good yep. album. That, that was, is the Super Tramp album. Yeah. I think that album is still fine. Lots of power chords and oh, like, sure. great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That was the pinnacle. The I think that song is on that album and Goodbye Stranger. And That was a good album. I listened to that one when yeah. I was painting my youngest kid's uh, bedroom many years ago. For some reason, I went through a little. I, tiny, I thought you just tiny... painted this kid's bedroom. No. It oh, I'm sorry. No, no. <laughs> No, it almost. No, that's a whole other story. No, um, my first, my first child, uh, April, when I, when she was uh, moving into her. I uh, thought you said youngest child. I, I did, but when I meant when my oldest child was was the youngest. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't know what I meant. This I'm is losing it. The worst one ever. <laughs> god. Why does anybody listen to this? <laughs> I well, I don't know if they do. They, we get we get plenty of downloads, but I don't know if they finish. Um, and I, you know, I that's fine. But yeah, so I listened to that album again. This was many years ago, but I kind of went through it. I was like, oh, this is good still. So I don't know. 
Yeah, that one mostly holds up, I think. Ah. Whoa. Well, that's all I got. You know, I, I pretty much said what we were watching lately. I, I, I'm i still buying Blu-ray discs, which is kind of funny these days. You're buying them. Oh, you just got some weird uh, so, Mangled yeah. Masterpiece. I, I got this. Uh, <laughs> I It came in the mail today, actually, but it, it's a Blu-ray deluxe version of this movie called Major Dundee, which is a 1965 Western. Should have had it delivered Pony Express. Just about. It almost took that long. <laughs> but it's well, from it came Germany. from Austria. Or, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's it, oh, Germany. It's from Amazon.de. <laughs> sure. Where, because it's not available on the American version. And it's... What um, was the name of it again? Major Dundee. Okay. And it's a Western. It looked yeah, kind of a... Civil War-ish, though, in the picture. I think I didn't read. It, I didn't read the article. Like a lot of Westerns, it's about... Somebody who was in the Civil War and afterwards. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, but I, I got this thing. And, you know, it, it it's the super deluxe version with two different cuts oh. of the movie on it. And oh my god, the thing is, it it's really nicely done. It's the the outside looks like a book. It has this huge um, booklet inside of it that's got all these pictures and everything. It's very very nice. No, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. when, it, when it said it's his uh, Peck and Paw's mangled masterpiece, <laughs> yeah, I it was we one of those ones that. that he he was such an asshole that they they took the movie away from him <laughs> and and cut it down a whole bunch. And there there's a longer version of it that they found later. Okay, it's one of those deals. Well, we mm-hmm. should watch that and talk about it someday. That that would be fun. Yeah, and it it's also one of those ones that. Um, the producer of the movie, after he kicked the director off the project, he kind of kind of imposed his own musical score over it. Oh, strange! And apparently, it's it. And I haven't I haven't really examined it. I, I saw the movie years ago, but I couldn't tell you much about the musical score. But it was done done in this really kind of cheesy, <laughs> overly um, jaunty is the word I think was used in the review. Strange, and and they 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 did this thing with the Mitch Miller singers or something like that who were really popular then, and it's just really inappropriate to the tone of the movie. Oh no! It was done to try and make make it work better for the mass market. So <sighs> that's the, why the producers score... don't do uh, the soundtrack. <laughs> so a lot a lot of people really always thought, oh, the 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 score is terrible and all that stuff. So sometime in the early two thousands they found this longer version and somebody made a new score for it. Really? And that's supposed to be more appropriate. But according to the the, the write-ups of, of this, the new score it, it improves in some ways, but in other ways is not great either. <laughs> so... Oh, so it's not like they found the no, no, original no. There, score there was, and redid there, no, it. it was t- they did it, another it was... new score. Right, right. Oh, it's weird. not like there was a, a a good one that was lost or anything like that. <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah. Um, huh. But but the cool thing about this this set is that it has both version both cuts in the movie, but also you can choose which score it has too. On on either one. How oh, strange. Yeah, it, it's really really nice if you want to compare how this stuff works. Oh, then you, then you got to watch it four times. Yeah, and plus there's like three commentary tracks. <laughs> oh God! Oh my God! It, that's it's, that's uh, that's a, a a 
a wonderful so, thing for a film. So I, I don't even know if I like the movie that much. I, I just wanted to support this kind of presentation that they would yeah. do this on physical discs. Yeah. So I I, I bought it and okay. it, it's it it's really cool how you can you can go on to Amazon um, in the UK or Germany or whatever, and you can log in with your regular American account and just buy sure. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it automatically translates and converts. It's cool the slash evil. And... Yeah, yeah, of course. So, you know, it's like, well, well, if we can't get your money on the American site, how about this one? <laughs> and sure enough, it showed up. So, Bushland. Anyway, we'll see how the movie actually is. It might be horrible. <laughs> no, I've never seen it. I I almost haven't either. So I, I'm interested to see what the the different scores sound like because. There seems to be a lot of difference of opinion about how they are. No, that no, it does make you curious. Yeah, so that right. that's what I'm doing and heading out to Taco John's this weekend. No, I'm jealous. <laughs> I could use a taco burger right now. It's better out there. Well, I just got uh, okay. I just got texted from uh, my child saying, "Father, I hunger." So, father. I hunger, you not feed. <laughs> so I oh, guess. Oh, so another endorsement oh. I'll make for TV. <laughs> I'm going to endorse chicken strips. No, whatever. <laughs> is this uh, show called Barry? Have you heard of it? Oh, was that about uh, Obama? No. <laughs> no. Okay, never mind. Okay, fine. He's looking better too. <laughs> um, B- Barry. It's a it's a show about this hitman who decides to become an actor. Oh, okay. Um, it's uh, Bill Hader is the the lead guy. Oh, <laughs> all right. And the That's the funny. acting the acting coach teacher guy is played by Henry Winkler. Oh, for Pete's sake! And he is so good. It, it's it's great. It, I'm glad these people still get work. If you're tired of Baby Yoda, you could move over to Barry. I, I have so far. So have you seen Star Wars? No, uh, I don't have that. Um, no, the, brother... the the movie. I mean. Oh no, I haven't seen that yet either. Yeah, me neither. Well, I just haven't. I just haven't felt well. We were gonna go, but I was like, "Nah, I'm not. I'm gonna wait till I feel better." You know, I don't want to cough. Okay, maybe next time we can talk about it. Well, I'm gonna see it. I kind of have to, and they know you that. have to. I guess we're we're the we're the holdouts. Disney commands it. You know, the movie I saw recently, I uh, was Parasite. My 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 oh, actual my my actual youngest daughter. Uh, <laughs> Is into Korean. What she got started and in, interested in uh, Korean music, K-pop, and it's oh, kind of, of evolved into Korean culture and that. And, and somehow she heard about this movie, and it's R-rated, and she's only twelve. But but I was like, yeah, I don't know. My dad's like, well, I took you to R-rated movies, like uh, Meaning of Life when you were a kid, and I was like, well, yeah, that was pretty. <laughs> that was pretty weird. But um, it's like that's not really making you're making a good <laughs> argument, Dad. But I, I took her, and it, it's it's uh it's the same director that did um, Snow Ripper Tripper Snow Snowpiercer Snowpiercer. Snow oh yeah, that's supposed to be. And good. that thing with a pig-like animal. But anyway, I don't. I haven't seen those either of those two movies yet. But I will now. But Parasite was good. It was. Uh, it was it, I would recommend it. It's it's weird. I didn't ex- know how weird it was going to be. I expected it would be weird, but I um. It's pretty dark, and uh, 
the thing the thing I thought was the most interesting thing about it was uh, the the statement about class. You know, like the classes, mm-hmm. the, the division between the classes, and uh, which is an appropriate theme for these days because that's becoming more of an issue as uh, wages never go up and whatever. But uh, cool, you're like yeah, school so, school in the summertime. So I, I recommend uh, no class. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm classless. I don't know. I'm middle class, I guess. All right. So there. Well, there's no, there's no song in this one. I, I, I really don't know what song we're gonna do for this one. <laughs> oh, I'll do it. Just a bunch of. <laughs> I'll do it. Time to lean. New Year's song. Hey. <laughs> or did we already do that? Twenty. Twenty. Vision. Ding. Ten percent. All right. Well, well, thanks, John. Yeah, thanks, Phil. Have a happy, <laughs> happy Christmas, e- and Easter. war is over. <laughs> No more Christmas. <laughs> Damn it. Well, no, no more Christmas for us. Sad. We're we're trying to cancel Christmas. Oh. We're 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 really trying to talk our families into going on a cruise next year. They do an experience instead. In, in, instead of buying presents. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, it never works, but we'll try. Oh, you've tried it before. I know. Well, we keep trying. Your mom keeps trying to buy presents for people though. <laughs> yeah. Those moms. Hi, Mom. Right. Good night. Good night. Here's the song. Ah. Whoa.
white as snow. White as snow. White as snow. Rocking on the hills, swaying to, to and fro. To and fro. Cause they can't remember how the 12 bars blues. No. Whoa. Bye.